Hey guys, before we get started on this week's episode, we just wanted to give a big shout out to Trey Ministries Ooh. for allowing us to, to use their studio space and also just being a, a welcoming environment for young adults. Um, so if you guys haven't already, if you're around the Sioux Falls area, haven't utilized Trey as a resource, they have uh, fun events and they have just awesome opportunities for young adults to connect, um, study, all that type of stuff. Yes, Trey is amazing. And mm-hmm. if you don't know where it is, it's right across from the U-Haul on what street is this? 10th Street? Yeah, it's like it's like kind of where like 10th and, and 12th Street like kind of meet up again after just west of downtown. Um, but head to their website at treyministries.org. That's T-R-E ministries.org or check them out on social media at Trey Ministries. All right, let's kick it off in the episode. Welcome back to the Yahweh Podcast, everyone. My name is Jacob Zolzel, joined here with Nathan Woodall. And this week, we got something special, something different. We're doing yeah. a little question and answer, right? Absolutely. It's episode eight, part four of our Faith and Mental Health series. We're going to be kind of wrapping up that, which doesn't mean that we're going to stop our conversations about faith and mental health because it's super it's important, important to yeah. talk about. But this is going to kind of be hopefully tying the bow um, a little bit on faith and mental health and yeah, like Jacob said, we're going to do something a little bit different. Would you explain kind of what we had in store for this episode? So what we're going to be doing is we, Nathan and I both did us some research on as to questions mm-hmm. and we asked different people about questions that we could ask each other or questions they might have about faith and mental health. Mm-hmm. So we prepared those questions and we're going to ask them and yeah see where holy spirit leads yeah and i don't know jacob's questions and he doesn't know mine this so that that should be like a fun element as well um so yeah just sit back and hopefully we'll have the answers that you're looking for <laughs> let's kick off into it okay time to get in some questions you want to start or do you want me to start i think you should start you, so i asked the question or I yeah, yeah you okay. asked the question okay yep. okay 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 what do you got first all right what is a lie that you have told yourself or the world has told you and how has that affected you in your mental health and and then how did God redeem that? <laughs> you wow. like you like paused right after a lie and I was like, you're asking me what a lie is? I was yeah, like, what no. kind of questions did you find? Okay, get, like break it down. What's the first part okay, of that question? Okay, first part, what's a lie that you told yourself or that the world has told you or anybody has told you along the lines of, who you are that has affected your mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in high school, you kind of run into those sort of issues all the time of people like kind of trying to label you as something um, or you just kind of looking on social media and kind of convincing yourself that you're one thing or another. Um, like for me, I remember like in high school, it's like, okay, I'm not, because of the way I look, I'm not athletic. That means like girls aren't going to like me, like that type of stuff. So like that's like something that, I, I don't think it's true at all because I mean, I have a girlfriend. I, I think she likes me. Um, <laughs> and also like, that's not, that's not who God says I am. Yeah. Um, but really in high school, that's a really tough spot for, to, mm-hmm. to be in just, especially with everything going on in social media and stuff. Um, but I feel like a lie also along the lines of more of mental health would be um, that what I was feeling um, was just like super normal. And I just shouldn't have to mm-hmm. like do anything about it. Like, cause I told this a little bit more in my testimony, but like I was, I was having anxiety like all throughout high school and I, it kind of took me until I got to college um, a couple years in to really realize that anxiety is what I was going through. Um, I just kind of was like, oh, like this is normal. I just feel weird. Like that's yeah. how I would describe it. Um, 
So I think that that's one thing that I was like a lie that I was telling myself. It's like, oh, you don't need to deal with this. Like, this is fine. Um, this is normal. Like, you just need to get through it. Um, like, you just feel off. Stuff like that. Um, then what was the second kind of part to that question? Oh, what was the way that you combated those, uh, like, with some biblical truths or mm. with what God tell, uh, God says about you? Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with, like, more conversations with mm. other Christians. Um, because at least at first, I wasn't one to really seek out those truths like at the, the point I was at in my life and my faith um, that's just not something that I would be like man I'm really struggling with with my anxiety like let me just dive into scripture it was more through conversations with yeah. other people um, and more honestly through like a, a Christian based um, therapist that he, he kind of led me to that that place as well um, but then as I more got into my like therapy journey um, I feel like what got injected into that is that like, Hey, this is a normal thing to go through. Um, and we need to need to like lean on God in that moment and also like use the resources that God has given us. And that's yeah. kind of where I, I feel like I got, I got pushed once I had the, that's cool. those things around me. And that, yeah, I feel like that's something that we talked about in our episode with Carson too, is God using other people, these different things to speak into our mental health, along yeah. the lines of faith. So. Absolutely. Did yeah. I cover all the, did I answer all the things I think? Yeah, I think so. I think you did a pretty solid, okay. pretty superb job there. Yeah. What yeah. What thoughts do you have? kind of on that questions along mm-hmm. those lines. Interesting. I wasn't I wasn't expecting a follow up question. I didn't know that's how this works. Well, I mean, you you picked it for a reason. I, I, okay. Fair. Fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I, I, he's speechless right now, guys. He he was not <laughs> expecting. For I was me to, not a, for me to, a to turn question. the table. <laughs> On him. I think this is just laziness on your part because you didn't, you know, come up with questions on by yourself. I have questions. I'm just sure. trying to fully answer right. these questions. Okay. Okay. Gosh. Okay. Fine. 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 <sighs> All right. Yeah. A lie that I have told myself that uh, I feel like it definitely comes from our culture has been uh, it's it's not good. It's not it's not good to feel things. It's like not like mm. as, as, as like dudes, you know, like we shouldn't, you know have these emotions we shouldn't feel sad we shouldn't feel bad Mm -hmm. and that obviously isn't a good thought and that 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 caused a lot of uh, so then i would feel bad and then i feel bad about feeling bad i feel sad and then i feel like and then i get anxious about feeling sad it's like i shouldn't be having these thoughts right now and it just kind of was a a kind of a spiral so that that answers the first the the, the first two part of that question uh but how did i combat that with Mm -hmm. scripture how did i combat that it was it, it was it was a similar thing honestly like having conversations with you having yeah. conversations with Carson with uh with different like with my, with my friend Robert back home uh and my my parents too just having those conversations like it's okay and Brendan Thompson even man yeah. <laughs> just it is okay to feel mm-hmm. it's okay to uh, it's it's just it's so cheesy but it's okay to not be okay yeah. I feel like that's a very it's it's an, you know there's reason why, why or there's a reason why it's cliche because it's good, mm-hmm. and I I think that's biblical too and and getting to the getting to the point of uh, when I feel these things like casting them like putting them at the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. in uh, <clears throat> Matthew four Jesus is uh, when he's calling the his disciples and calling Peter James and John to follow him they they throw down their nets mm-hmm. and that those nets symbolize the the things that we're just casting down at the feet of Jesus. And that's what, that's what I started to do when I feel bad. Like I'm just bringing mm-hmm. them to God, not like trying to, you know, uh, 
fester, let, let them fester inside me. Mm-hmm. Just like putting me at the feet of Jesus. So yeah, I think something for me too is realizing that that stress and like that anxiety. It's not. I don't have to carry that. Yeah. Like because Jesus wants to to bear our burdens. Mm-hmm. It's uh, um, yeah. Because even Matthew eleven, verse thirty says, "For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." That's saying like, Jesus is saying, "Come to me." who are burdened and I'll, I'll give you rest. Like I'm going to take those things off your shoulder. And he's like, what I give you in return, it's going to be light. It's going to be a lot lighter than what you're trying to carry right now on your own. But if you come to me, like it's going to get better. So I think that's where I've, I've kind of tried to go, um, in that place. Um, just to really set it all at the feet of Jesus. Kind of like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's your question? Okay. Now this is a, this is a very simple question. It's in a different direction than yours. Okay. Is depression a sin? No. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to go, like, I think that's good to hear, like, your honest response after, like, even thinking about it for a couple yeah. of seconds. But if it's okay, I think I might go, I, I found this really good resource that, that kind of goes into a little bit more detail about that. Um, so, in this resource that I found, they, they describe that in the Bible, depression and anxiety are described as a human experience with God involved. And it's not a diagnosis with a distant God. So it's not like being separated from God. It's something that's happening like with God around. Like if you, you look at um, like Psalm 38, they, they say, for I hope in you, O Lord, you will answer, O Lord, my God. Um, just saying that like that's this is something they're going through together. Even before that, they say there's no soundness in my flesh and the light of my eyes. Even that has gone from me. And I'll link this down below if you guys want to read more into it. I'm kind of more paraphrasing, um, but they, they, they kind of go into different verses in Psalms where they just talk about even this one verse in Psalm 69, for the Lord hears the needy and does not despise his who are prisoners. Um, so I just think that that's something that we kind of maybe think that like, oh, if I'm depressed, like I'm being, I'm like separated from God right now. But I think that something that they point out in the Bible is that, all of these things that are going on are things happening um, not with something distant, but instead um, like it, it's a human experience with God involved. Yes. And Psalms 38 is written by David. Mm-hmm. And I, I brought this up to you earlier, the idea of, oh, we should look into a biblical character and like, like look at their mental health. Maybe that's something we'll do in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really, yeah, we didn't do that this week, but, obviously, but David wrote Psalms 38. That was a a person that like looking into David's story and how he struggled with mental health, how Mm -hmm. he, but, but he, he, he was struggled with depression, but he continued to remain faithful to God. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that, that, that's, that's what sometimes I feel like in Christianity, we think we have to be perfect, Mm -hmm. but really God just wants our hearts. And, and he wants our obedience. And it, if you have depression, that's, I, I, yeah, just, I just, going back to the question, I just, I do not think that is a sin. I think that. Yeah, no, I, I think it is like something that's, that's really tough to talk about, but um, even from everything that I've found, like it's, I, I think it's easy to say once you do your research that depression isn't a sin. Um, another example that, that they use was pointing out uh, passages from second Corinthians where Paul's writing, um, and, and in Second Corinthians seven verse five and six, he says, um, "Our flesh had no rest; we were afflicted on every side, conflicts without, fears within." 
but God who comforts the depressed comfort us, comforted us by the coming of Titus. So even this, like the context is, while it's important, I think that that one verse or that one part of it where it says, but God who comforts the depressed comforted us. Um, he's sharing how, how he has found God's comfort from all the pains outside of himself and inside of himself as well. Um, and I think that that's just something really important um, where they pointed out that even great leaders of the church who were full of faith and the Holy Spirit was in them, like they were even the anointed ones by God, um, like David, for example, yeah. would be a good story of that. Like they weren't excluded from having these mental battles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something too that that we need to, to kind of get away from. It's like, oh, if I'm struggling with depression, then like I'm not, I'm not good. Like people in the church struggle with depression. They struggle with anxiety yeah. just because they they devote their life to it doesn't mean they're like excluded from that as well which i think is yeah like i said it's like something that it's not really thought about and it's kind of like assumed like oh if you if you're like super connected to god you're like you're good from this right mm-hmm. yeah and i think we talked about this in our first episode in this series is the idea of joy mm-hmm. that joy is a state of being we can still struggle with uh, fits of sadness, of depression, of anxiety. But at the end of the day, our joy comes from Jesus. Our hope comes from Jesus. And mm-hmm. that just brings so much peace, I feel like, when going through those hard times. Yeah, and that, that's a good segue into one of the other points they make when talking about um, whether depression is a sin mm-hmm. or not, is that even Jesus experienced deep human despair mm-hmm. and depressive pain um, not distancing himself from our own everyday reality. So like Jesus went through these sad, sad yeah. things. Um, he experienced those. Like, he, so he's, he's going through those things that we're going through. Like he went through mental. Isn't that so cool. Yeah. Oh, we can just take so much, uh, delight in knowing that our God mm-hmm. has experienced the same things that we are, or similar things to what we are going through. I just take so much. Yeah delight in that like even even in matthew 26 jesus says my soul is deeply grieved Mm. to the point of death yeah like if that doesn't describe depression then i don't i don't really know Mm. what does Um, and and i think that this that's honestly an encouragement to know that like we're we're not going this alone and when you when you go to jesus with those questions like he's gone through that like he knows how you're feeling just i mean god knows how you're feeling as well god the father because he is the all-being one but like Jesus, he physically was here as a human His incarnation. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that that's something too important to keep in mind of like when you're praying about these things, like they understand, mm-hmm. like it, it's not like, yeah, like, I mean, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get like what I'm feeling. Like, no, they, they do like Jesus has walked the walk. So yeah, yeah. I think that that's, that's important. Another encouragement to really bring your struggles to him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that kind of all like you know came yeah. came all together there. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with my next question right away. Wait, it's my turn. No, 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 no. Whoa, it whoa. works. Okay. Okay, fine. My question is, and, and again, this might be like people might have different opinions. We're just like, this is just kind of a yeah. more fun question okay. that we're gonna try and show both sides of it too. Okay. Is it okay for a Christian to take antidepressants? It depends okay. on the heart. Are they, I think, first and foremost, the the way to combat 
anything. The, mm-hmm. our, our first uh, instinct or thought should be to pray. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus heals, Jesus restores. So to pray. But also, Jesus, all, God also created modern medicine, mm-hmm. created these modern things, and antidepressant is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say that I, I more fall into the the yes, but it's but I think something that's important to understand too is that when people decide to get a prescription for antidepressants, that's most of the time it's not their like first option. Yeah, they're not like, man, I'm feeling really sad and I'm, I just got diagnosed with depression. Let me just go these. Like, no, they're yeah. gonna talk to people. They're gonna like, hopefully, like go to God and go to those like people who are more wisdomous and like stuff that they can talk to. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but. Some of the perspectives that, again, this this article kind of goes into in this resource um, is that medicine and doctors are like, they're, God is using them. Yeah. Um, and another one is that I thought was really important is that medicine is one of the, one of the ways that God can address our pain. Mm. Not saying that this should be the primary way, but God created all things, um, and he gave the people who created, like, modern yeah. medicine, like, that, that knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something important. Um, yeah. So, and I do want to, want to add these kind of like tips on here. First thing, neither of us have experience with antidepressant medicines. So like, we're not, we're not talking from a place of like, mm-hmm. like advice. We're just trying to bring faith into the conversation. Um, and then here's, here's just some other, um, just kind of tips that medication, medication is a whole health process, not a pill to make it go all away. So, um, from my understanding, it's not like a pill that you can be like, all right, sweet, I'm not depressed anymore. Like it's it's just a resource that you can use um, for that. Uh, also, these medications can be helpful but are still Im- imperfect. So make sure to do your research on them. Um, and also yeah. it's a process to find what works. So be patient. Like it, it, some for some people, like antidepressants are like a good thing. Other people, they just don't work, you know? So yeah. there's different remedies. Um, just a couple other things. Medications can be short-term or long-term. Again, you need to talk to your doctor about these things. We're just, I just want to bring these into light just to know that like, Hey, we're not talking about these things lightly. Like they're, they're a very serious thing. And the last thing is that medication is a faith building experience. Um, we're not like relying on those doctors ultimately. Um, and one thing they point out here is like, King Hezekiah in Isaiah 38, we're praying and relying on God to give us and the doctor's wisdom to find the right medication and process that will help us thrive. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the most important part of that is that just praying that, that God will, will guide you to, to what will help your pain, you know, Mm -hmm. like whether that be just going to counseling a couple times a week or once a month, um, or whether that be other outlets like that, um, just really bring, always be bringing God into that mm-hmm. conversation um, and really um, just be leaning on him in th- throughout that entire process. Yeah. And I think going back to the question, first Corinthians 10 31, um, do all, do all to, for the glory of God. If, if you don't feel like within taking these, this medication that you're glorifying God, if you're feeling convicted within your spirit on that, then don't, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I think it's important too. It's like, is it okay for Christians to take antidepressants? Yes. I, I believe, I believe it is. Do they have to? No, no. like absolutely. Not. I know 
a lot of people who who go through that that don't want to rely on medication i think that's mm-hmm. like very fair as well mm-hmm. um so again it's i think spending a lot of time in prayer to guide you to that um realization that like hey j- and just know that like that is an option that that god created um f- to help with your pain um yeah but yeah yeah i think kind of going into our next question i think mm-hmm Along the same lines, I think. Uh, does God care about your mental health? 100%. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that kind of goes back to the point where we said, like, Jesus went through this. Mm-hmm. Um, God, and something I'm, I'm constantly reminded of is if something, like, matters to you, then it matters to God. Like, yeah, like even me, like, I'm thinking of, like, I went golfing today. Like, God, like, loves the fact that i love mm-hmm. golfing you know like because he knows everything about us mm-hmm. um and he wants us he, he loves us so dearly that he wants us to to not have to go through those battles and he wants to like walk alongside us I, in that i think too looking at that from a, a, a biblical sense uh mm-hmm. in john 2 the wedding of canaan or cana cana mm-hmm. cana uh when jesus turned the water into wine yeah he he cares about every little part like like mm-hmm. so the book of john has like these seven signs i just love the book of john it has these seven signs and each sign throughout the book of john uh shows part of god's character and they're they're all you know all, all the miracles all, all the signs that he does are amazing and and in john 2 it's it's showcasing how he cares about every intricate mm-hmm. part of ourselves Absolutely. like that family would have been disgraced if he wouldn't have turned this water into wine they would they, they would have been a disgrace a laughing stock mm-hmm. within their community but jesus cared enough to redeem that to mm-hmm. um shed his light within that and because and i think that really i think that can really be ap- applied to this context of mental health like yeah, god cares jesus cares about every little part of us mm-hmm. Yeah, and just for a little bit more context there, what, what if you haven't read in John, kind of what Jacob's talking about is that this family was at, was at this big wedding that Jesus mm-hmm. was invited to, and they were about to run out of wine, which in that in that like time, that that would have been like a huge disgrace to to do that, and the family would have been like, like it, it would just been super disrespectful to the guests for that to happen. Um, so this is actually, I believe it's the first miracle sign. John, so, John calls them signs. John calls them signs. Yes, yes. the first in the book of signs. Which yeah, is the first half. Of and I think that that's so important. That mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not first for for like no reason. Like mm-hmm. it's first for a reason to show that like God cares about us, even the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's super cool. That I, I think that really applies to this as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. All right. Do you have any more questions? One last one. Okay. Does God cure? Does God heal? Does God redeem mental health? Yeah, I mean, the simple answer is 100% yes, yes, but I think the complicated answer is, yes, he does that through numerous ways. It's not yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you're having mental health, just go to God, and he'll do this, and then you'll be good. No, like, I think he uses counselors, he uses therapists, he uses medication in some senses, he uses the Word of God, like, he uses prayer. I think he uses a bunch of things to heal mental health, and... Mm-hmm. um yeah, and, and I think that's important to know that it's not like, um, like a, a a one. All right, so I gotta do the one thing, and then my mental health will be good. Like he heals through numerous ways, in, in yeah. at least from what I believe. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just wanted to, 
you know, make sure we got that got that out there that God does restore. Oh, God does do all this amazing things with mm-hmm. through our mental health. That there is hope. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was just honestly an honest conversation between us two, just trying to bring faith and mental health into the same conversation. I think that was our entire goal with this series too, um, just because sometimes I feel like they have to be like separate things. You, you talk about mental health mm-hmm. differently than you do with Christians and non-Christians, but I think that they are more intertwined than ever. Um, so I, I would encourage you guys to use this as an opportunity to um, have those conversations yeah. about mental health and open up those um, those doorways to new conversations because I think that our generation is doing a really good job of ending that stigma mm-hmm. and something I haven't noticed. I mean, it, it ended a few days ago at this point, but May was mental health awareness month. Um, hmm. That wasn't an accident. And I just forgot to kind of, sorry, but it was not an accident. And I just kind of forgot to mention it in the past couple episodes, but I think it's good that um, we're getting that out there. You guys might've seen stuff on social media or something like that, but um, yeah, just have these conversations about mental health with your friends, whether that be sending our stuff to them or just talking about them. And full disclosure, these conversations, I find them very tough. Like this, this series Absolutely. was very hard for me because uh, having these conversations is hard, mm-hmm. but it's so important, so fruitful, and it's something we need to do as Christians. We need to be willing to have those hard conversations. God, God calls us to get outside our comfort zone. Jesus doesn't call us to do the easy things. He calls us to do what is hard sometimes and these conversations are hard Mm -hmm. yeah so we just want to encourage you guys to if if you think this episode was worth a listen you learned a little bit um consider giving us a rating on apple podcasts Um, make sure you're following us on wherever you listen to podcasts just so you stay up to date um and yeah check out our social media at yahweh podcast and send us a note if you enjoyed it yeah and if you want to talk more about this absolutely our dms are open they are open so hit us up We'll catch you next time. God bless.